Hello and welcome to Habemus Papam, episode 134, Benedict VI. Dear brothers and sisters, Annuncio Vobis. Annuncio Vobis. Annuncio Vobis Gaudium Magnum. Gaudium Magnum. Gaudium Magnum. Habemus Papam. Now, when we left off last week, John the 13th had died, and then about six months later, Otto the First died. But today, we still have six months of Otto's rule to talk about, and it's crucial for our story. Otto the First's strong German hand had pushed down the various competing factions in Rome, which had been so catastrophic in our story so far. That's how we get people like Marozia. That's how we get people like Alberic, who are able to kind of take over Rome and take over the papacy. And since he was still alive when John the 13th died, his presence, even though not physically in Rome, helped to prevent this election from becoming a big knockdown dragout fight between different factions in Rome. The person chosen was the deacon Benedict, who apparently was a Roman, but about whom we know next to nothing. And he was consecrated with the approval from Otto as Pope Benedict VI. Now, Benedict's first couple months as Pope were pretty good. He worked to condemn simony, which is the practice of buying and selling church offices, and he continued the period of monastic reform. But with Otto's death in May of 973, the factions in Rome started to get emboldened. And the most powerful this time, if you remember from last week, were the Crescensi, who were related to John XIII by marriage and who had done well under the previous pontificate. Added to the mix were the machinations of the Byzantines, who wanted to get more of a foothold in Italy and were trying to mess things up in Rome as well. Now, we're not sure what prompted it, probably the Byzantines, but the growing tension between the factions in Rome came to a head in June of 974, when Crescentius, the head of the Crescenti family, and a deacon named Franco Ferrucci, or Boniface Franco, I've seen both of those different names put together, led an uprising against Pope Benedict. He was imprisoned in the Castel San Angelo, and Franco was named Pope Boniface VII, which makes him another antipope. Otto II, the new Holy Roman Emperor, heard about the mess, and he sent a representative, Count Siccio, to set things right. And in July of 974, Siccio showed up in Rome and demanded the release of Pope Benedict. The antipope Boniface, however, didn't want to take any chances, so he got a priest named Stephen to strangle Pope Benedict VI while he was imprisoned. And we will have to leave the story there, because Benedict is dead, Boniface the antipope is in charge now. Pope Benedict VI was buried, we think, near St. Peter's Basilica, and he was succeeded by Pope Benedict VII, but we'll have to wait to hear how the rest of this story turns out next week. Thanks for listening to Habemus Papam. You can check out the rest of the Catholic Bites podcast at catholicbitespodcast.com or find us on iTunes. Thank you and God bless you.